Good evening, Rabbi Isai. And we are continuing along here after a bit of a uh, break over Yamdiv. Welcome back now to the nightly Chavis Halvavis. <clears throat> 15 minutes of Chavis Halvavis a night could make a world of a difference. So, we're really up to here, Perik Shvi and Shara Vedas Alekim. But just to uh, summarize a bit, recap the end of Perek Vav, because really Perek Zion is a continuation of Perek Vav. Perek Vav was the whole di- dialogue between the Seichel and the Nefesh. The Nefesh begs the to understand deeper understanding of what he has to do, what his obligations are, and the Seichel tries to set him straight. And the uh, the last thing that we discussed was that the Nefesh says that I feel... This is the, the uh, last Umra HaNefesh in Perek Vav. Umra HaNefesh. I understand what you said. I don't feel myself equipped to be able to repay Hashem for all of the goodness that He bestows upon me. That's just in in general what Hashem does for a person. Koshi and what he does for me personally, says the Nefesh. And if I want to repay Hashem, So the Nefesh is very honest with himself. He says, if I want to repay Hashem, and it's okay, now I'm going to be good, I'm going to do what I have to do, but I feel that the inside of me, it creeps up a thought that I'm doing it Really, in order to then be able to get more goodness in the future. So, it's a, it's, it's a very hard balance. On the one hand, we say we have so much goodness comes, therefore we have to repay Hashem back and, and do Hashem's will. But at the same time, we say that's why the goodness comes. So the Nefesh says, every time I'm doing something good in the back of my mind, or maybe in the front of my mind, I feel I'm doing it because I want Hashem to continue His goodness. And even when I thank Hashem, and some people that are so thankful, they say thank you, thank you to Hashem, and they take out a Tehillim to say thanks, and they say Nishmas out of their appreciation of Hashem. He says, When I thank Hashem with my words and all of the abundant good that Hashem does to me, my intent is I'm thanking Hashem and only really to be able to continue the goodness that He's giving me. Not only what I have to continue, but uh, I'd like a little bit on top as well. So He feels a little bit hypocritical, the Nefesh. So if this is what I'm doing, I'm doing mitzvahs because I want more goodness. I'm thanking Hashem because I want the goodness to continue. So, how am I ever going to repay Hashem back for everything that He has done? I need you to instruct me and guide me what I'm obligated from Avodah Salakim. So now he's saying, listen, 
I know I'm, I'm just not up to the point of, of doing it in the, uh, the most perfect way. But he says, give me the bare minimum. Tell me what I'm obligated, at least, of what I have to do to then, and I'm honest with myself, says the Nefesh. I want the goodness to continue. I want Hashem's blessings to continue. What's the bare minimum I have to do properly to earn that? And that's what we're going to get into in Perik Zayin. He's going to answer this question. But before he answers that, says the Seichel, Omer HaSeichel, Masha Hisramt, this that you have are uh, are bringing this argument that you lack in terms of your altruism or in terms of your thanking of Hashem that it's not 100% sincere. That you're saying words of thanks as if you're giving but you're really asking. Your thanks is really in a way of saying, I want more. And in your mind, you're really thinking, I want more. And I want it to continue. Says the Seichel, this is because of three reasons. And these three things, if you work on them, you'll get over them. Because of your the, your, your abundant love of yourself, you want to only have what's best for you, and all your your focus is on yourself. That's what he says to the nefesh. Your focus is that you want as much pleasure as you can out of life. And really, what you're doing is, yeah, you're doing what you have to. Sort of, you're checking all the box, the boxes. It's like the the student in class, who is like a perfect student, does exactly what he or she has to do. And it's only why? Because of the grade. It's only because he wants to get on the teacher's good side. Only wants to earn extra credit. So it's not even because they enjoy the subject matter. It's not only because they feel indebted to the to the teacher, the professor, who is giving them so much. But it's purely selfish that they want to get something good. They want a good grade. They want to advance. Nothing to do with any uh, moral reason of why they're doing it. So that's what a person could be doing. For that too. They're doing it because I have to be good because I want more. So they're doing it totally selfishly. That's really what's happening. They're not doing it for Hashem's sake. They're not doing it to have any sense of but rather they're doing it because of their self-interests. So that's number one. I told you this is the way you have to deal with this, he says. Try to distance oneself. And the way we can do that is we start looking a little bit beyond ourselves in terms of other people. And it's one of the reasons we know that Baruch gave us the mitzvah of Kibar of Ein. That if we could understand how we have to be indebted and have a sense of gratitude to our parents who did so much for us, then we'll go from there, the next level, to Hashem, who has done multifold of goodness to us. If it's not applicable for us, our parents, then other people who we have to show gratitude towards, we understand that there's people who do good for us, we have to respond to them. And that brings out a me that we're focusing the shifting away from ourselves and being able to focus on others.
Number two, Vamida Ashainis. The second is Mineshainach Mavina Chesed Abir Elaich. We don't have a full appreciation and understanding of the Hashem's Chesed in us. Biyalba Machshavtech. And he tells the Nefesh, as you think, Mr. Nefesh, Shaini Magazal Atayu Bavakosh Israel. That, uh, in other words, you're only getting what you think you're asking for, that's what you're getting. Now, really, there's a lot more chesed that we're getting even beyond what we ask. And as a person knows, he knows he needs certain things. He needs his parnosa now. He needs his health. Something happened. So he thinks that, uh, well, this is, uh, this is uh, what I, what's coming to me. Really, take a step back and realize there is so much more in terms of Hashem's chesed that He gives us. Things that we don't appreciate, we take for granted. That we're breathing every day. You know, that we have the, the, the basic necessities of life. In, in, in so many myriads of ways that if we stop and think about it, beyond what we're asking for, Hashem is already doing for us. And therefore, we think we're getting this much. It's really, it surmounts to much more than that. Whereas if we get a better appreciation for what Hashem does for us and then thank Him properly. Mashkiach Zogazun said such a beautiful thing in connection with this. We say every day, three times in Shemana Esrei, Shachris Mincha Marek, and all of those who are living, they thank you forever. And praise your name, Be'emes. What does that mean, Be'emes? Praise your name, we thank and praise Hashem, Be'emes, in truth? I mean, obviously, why else is a person thanking and praising Hashem if it's not in truth? The answer is this, because indeed it could be, it's not truthful. It could be the person is thanking Hashem really just to receive. His thanks is only another way, another form of asking. So we say, really what should every living being do? They should be, we should be thanking and praising Hashem in truth, in, in the, for the real reason, for the right reason. That's what he explained. And that's what the second point here is. And the third point, You don't recognize yourself. Why? This third point is that we think that when we do Hashem's will, when we do mitzvahs, we're doing Hashem the biggest favor in the world. You know? Ah, look at that. I had such... I pushed myself and I did this and I did... Pat ourselves on the back. So the Mashkiach said that David HaMelech, when he used to come into the shul, what do we say when we come to shul? Ah, Hashem, look. Look what I'm doing for you. I'm coming to Davin. 
Dovin HaMelech would say, Vani Berev Chastecha Ovei Beisecha. It's only because of your great chesed, Hashem, that you allow me to come into shul. I consider it a privilege to be able to come into shul and daven to you. So the Chavazavav is saying here, that's the third point. Don't think you're doing such great favors for Hashem. We are doing minuscule amount. But still, it's our obligation. It is indeed our privilege to work to, to do Avedis Hashem. But that's a different perspective when we realize that. And therefore he says, If you would remove this foolishness, and look properly, and you should know, this is a marvelous line that Chavazavavah says, we'll repeat it now, that the Creator who created you, is always thinking on you, always thinking about you. And he knows what's good for you. And he knows what's not good for you. More than you'll ever know. If you realize that, we say Hashem is taking care of us at every single moment. Then whatever Hashem gives me, I know that's what's best for me. Whatever I don't get, it's not good for me. And then you'll thank Hashem, probably believe, Shalem, honestly, truthfully, you won't then, oh, I want more, I'm asking for more. That's what will be. And then we'll repay our debts to Hashem. So this concludes now again a summary of the end of Perek Vov in Emitz Hashem. Tomorrow night we'll continue with Perek Shvi. Ah,